Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. Thank you for being with us, America. Nicole is with us in Bozeman, Montana. Hi, Nicole. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave and Jade. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's up? So my husband and I are planning to move abroad for two years, then return back to Bozeman, Montana, and we're trying to figure out what to do with our townhouse. We purchased our townhome in April of 2020, right before things went crazy here, for $310,000. We currently owe two twenty-five dollars on it and have an interest rate of 2.6%. Our monthly payment's nineteen fifty, which is right at a quarter of our take-home pay. We had a re- our realtor come to our house last week. They said that they would list it right at five hundred thousand. Um, I called a handful of property management companies that said we could rent it for about three thousand a month. And I'm just trying to wrap my head around if we sell it, which I think is what you're going to say we should do. Um, I'm just nervous that when we come back, even like with the equity that we'd get from selling it, that we wouldn't be able to afford something that would put us at a fifteen. Um, 15-year fixed-rate mortgage at a quarter of our take-home pay. Because of the interest rates? Um, the interest rates and even just, um, I mean, we bought it for 310 so what, um, he's saying that yeah, we no, 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 no. What you bought it for doesn't matter. What you sell it for is what matters. So if you sell it for 500 yeah. and prices don't go up, then the only difference in your payment would be a higher interest rate. The interest rate and, um, I mean, our realtor told us to expect about 12% to go to closing costs and things like that. And then once we pay off what we currently own, I'm assuming that if we sold it at 500, we take home about 215. Mm -hmm. Um, so if we came back and bought something at 500, that's still, um, that would be a larger mortgage. It's a 12% 12 swing max. Okay. And you're 6% realtor commission typically, and you've got other miscellaneous closing costs. So, you know, 10, 12% swing. But that's assuming prices okay. don't go up. Okay. So really, your only you know your biggest issue is if interest rates stay right now where they are, they're double what you're paying now. Correct. The yes. payment's not double, but the interest rate's double. And you think mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to get as much house for your money? Am I hearing that right? Um, that's my concern. Yeah. Um, I mean, just like a lot of other places in the country, things here are pretty crazy. Um. I'd love to see a change. I just don't think it will. I just don't feel good about you going out of the country and having a rental. I mean, that that gives me more anxiety. Okay, so if if you, when you come back, your income will not have changed. What are you doing when you're gone for two years? Um, are you, are you on the mission field, or what are you doing? No, we're planning to move to New Zealand. My husband's an electrician, and electricians are on the long-term job shortage list over there. So we'd be um, moving over. He'd be doing electrical work. Um, I'd be able to get a job once we get there. Um, we don't have kids or anything right now. I'm 29, so before we settle so down. So are you going to, is he going to be making a lot more? Is your income going to be up, way up he, while you're there? Our income will be up, but the cost of living over there is more expensive. I don't expect us to come home with, you know, like a pile of cash. Um, so we're doing this we're why? Like what it's going to cost for renting and stuff. We're doing this because we want to go to New Zealand? Even more reason yeah, to sell. Because what if you... What wait, if wait, 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 wait
Yeah, we've been working your debt snowball plan. So we've paid off our debt and we're, we don't have kids, like I said, right now. So before we settle down to start trying for a so family, it's a break, it's a break even adventure. In a country. It's, yeah. a, it's an adventure for break even to get to live in New Zealand for two Correct, years to yes. have a fun time. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. And then when you come back, you'll be doing back to your old jobs probably. Correct. Yes. And these are a max two year contract and then New Zealand boots you out, right? Um, the work visa is up to three years, but we're planning on two. Okay. And then we'll be, so max would be three and then we'd be booted okay. out. So if real estate prices go up some, which we're projecting when we did our real estate reality last year, uh, stream, we projected and we shared with you guys projections and the reasons for them, uh, that we would see somewhere around a seven or an 8% increase in prices in 23 across the board in the United States, some areas more, some areas less, but that's across the board. Uh, as of February, it's 7.8%. So we're dead on. Okay. 24 is supposed to be a little less and typically five to 10% increase in prices is normal year in and year out in real estate, somewhere in that range. Obviously we've seen craziness. Now, what we have seen, the biggest thing you've got is not the, um, for, for returning, with the same income, no more money, the 12%, you know, the loss of some of your equity is not that big a deal. It's 40, 50 grand. That's not going to keep you from doing the deal. Uh, the biggest issue is our interest rates going to come down while you're gone to where you can get a similar price. Cause right now the, the 6% rate is going to make a bigger difference, uh, in your payment mm-hmm. than, than the prices will. Okay. So I'm not worried about you repurchasing for price increases. I am a little bit worried about you repurchasing on interest rates if they continue to rise or if they went down while you're gone in that two years. I don't know what's going to happen there. I have no clue, to be honest with you. Um, now, what were you going to ask that I was missing? I, I just wondered, um, you know, you're talking about going abroad. This is something you want to do. Uh, is there an, a chance? I mean, your your plan is to stay for two years, but if you end up really liking it and you can stay three years, I just feel like there's a lot of variables that when you're tethered to this property, um, it, it kind of keeps yeah. you tethered down. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm going to New Zealand and I'm selling the house. Now, let me tell you why I did that. Because your reason for going is to live an adventure. Your reason for going is taken away from you if you are long distance landlording from freaking new zealand yep. to bozeman okay some idiot will change his harley oil in your living room yeah. okay and this is what happens when you long distance landlord even with a property manager and you're you know all of so, so you can't have the adventure and still try to have the stability at home it's not going to give you the adventure we're trying to get the adventure. <laughs> yeah, you're going to so be stressed I want, I, out. I, with the adventure comes freedom and the freedom from this house. And then just deal with life when you come home. Figure out what it is. I don't know exactly what it's going to be. It could be higher prices. could be higher interest rates. Prices could come down, I, which would mean I was wrong. Interest rates could come down, which I have no idea whether that happens or not. I wouldn't be wrong because I didn't make a prediction there. But that that's the thing. So I, I do the adventure. If you're going to do the adventure, girl, don't do the, I'm going to have stability back home <laughs> and adventure. This is two different girls. Mm-hmm. Be the adventure girl or be the stability girl back home and don't go. That's a good point. But don't, you can't have both. Yeah. It's not going to work for you yep. because it's going to, what, what you're not realizing is the stress of continued home ownership 
in the midst of this is not worth what the the transact it's taking away from the adventure Mm -hmm. so i kind of think what you're doing is fun i just wish you were doubling your income while you're in new zealand that would have made it super fun like the people that do stuff going to dubai for a year or something that's going to the sandbox or to do whatever that's serious money there Mm -hmm. but if you're gonna do it yeah but but hey maybe it'll turn out that way maybe i don't know but sell it if you're gonna go that's what i would do this is the ramsey show Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888 Hey, listen up. Our Smart Conference Weekend the inaugural event for the new Ramsey Event Center, which they're putting the finishing touches on as we speak. They're out there rolling out sod right now, which costs more than gold. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be beautiful. It is beautiful already. Tickets have been going fast. We've got just a handful left, a uh, little less than 100 tickets. So if you want to come to the weekend, it's April 14th and 15th. It's going to be a uniquely Nashville weekend. Uh, we'll do the show and stuff at the brand new event center on Friday. We've got some of our good country music friends that we've gotten to know over the uh, 30 years we've lived here that are going to stop by and say howdy to you guys and play a tune for you, that kind of stuff. And then all day on Saturday, we're having uh, wonderful teachings on mental health, on career, on money, on every part of your relationships, every part of your life. It's going to be an incredible, incredible smart conference. All the Ramsey personalities will be on the stage. Uh, we're going to do events. We're going to do live podcasts from there. Uh, it's You're going to get their commemorative badge for the opening event. You're there for the inaugural event. This is all Nashville. Yeah, live music and the whole bit. Tickets start as low as $119, but again, there's just a few left. They're just about gone. So if you really want your tickets, you need to get them like yesterday. Jump on there. And I don't, we don't hype this stuff. We don't almost sell it out and then tell you. Listen, there's like, I saw the report a while ago. It comes through. I'm the CEO, okay? I get the reports on these things. There's actually 74 tickets left, okay? That's exactly how many are left. They less than 100. It is 74. That's what's left, okay? And as I finish speaking, it's probably going down. So there you go. RamseySolutions.com slash events. RamseySolutions.com slash events. Now, if you didn't know, there's a very large, I can't even remember how many is in there now. It's probably approaching right at a million folks now mm-hmm. in the uh, baby steps community private facebook group not real private if there's almost a million people in right. there but it's a massive thing and uh we've been having some fun with this rebecca at the ramsey baby steps community made the following post and here are some of the responses she says you know you listen to dave ramsey when number one your kids know the call in phone number triple eight eight two five five two two five Look at you, off the memory. Man, I don't know. You've my, been a, you were a listener for a long time before you came here. I think so, but if my kids could say it, <laughs> that might be this different. This is funny. You think of the Costco hot dog as splurging. <laughs> $1.50. You might be a Dave Ramsey. I listener. love this one. 
Oh, and we've seen this. Your first date turns into an FPU in a nutshell. Ooh, yeah, we've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I like this one. The kids one. ask if it's in the budget. Yeah, that's true. That one definitely comes I would up. love my kids to ask that. Your child repeats, debt is dumb, cash is king to everyone he knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, this one had a picture with it. Your child thinks one of the Minecraft characters on his pajamas looks like George Camel. You know why? Because it looks like George Camel. There you go. (laughs) I love this. You can't watch Braveheart anymore without hearing Dave's laughing in an otherwise serious moment of the film. I've been there. Yeah. When he yells freedom is when he gets his head cut off. (laughs) You remember the end of the movie? That's it. I mean, it's like freedom. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that's the that's what we use for the debt free scream. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't know. Yeah, I agree with that. Love it. I love this one. You start using words like whoop de doopty. I love when you say stupid butt. That's my favorite. Yeah. Bass bass, bass backwards. Yeah. Plasectomy. Hoopty. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Stupid tax. Yeah, this one. You know, somebody started doing this years ago. You might be a redneck if you yeah. might listen to too much Dave Ramsey or Ramsey show if mm-hmm. rice and beans is a five course dinner. Okay, oh, there gosh. you go. Yeah. Love it. Oh, this is my favorite. Baker Street comes on at the pool while on vacation, and one of your kids yells, "We paid cash, Dave." That's I told. I was telling Dave earlier. My kids like the movie Sing, and in the movie Sing, one Your of the characters, car- yeah, one of the characters is playing Baker Street on a saxophone, and my my son goes, "Mama, that that's Dave Ramsey's music." Like, yep. <laughs> Jer- yes, Jerry Rafferty might take offense to that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, there not, it is. Not my music, but um, but yeah. It, well, you're drinking the Kool Aid. We've uh, yeah, you got you kind of got it all dialed down at that point. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us, America. This is your show. It's common sense for your life and your dollars and cents. Open phones at triple eight eight two five five two two five. Justin is with us in Atlanta. Hi, Justin. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you for having me. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Uh, so I kind of got a, um, a decision I'm wrestling with and I was hoping maybe, um, you know, uh, you guys could, uh, uh, you know, help, <clears throat> help me, help, help me with that. So what I got here is, um, at my work, uh, my employer, you know, um, basically gave me the option, um, for a company, uh, vehicle or a vehicle allowance and i'm just you know just trying to figure out which is you know the best for me which is the wisest decision there what do you do um so i'm in project management and estimating for a mechanical contractor how many miles a year you put on this vehicle um i've been in this role for two years and average is about sixteen thousand miles a year so not much that's not much. Mm-mm. That's below average. Okay. Or, or right around average, I guess. Something how, like that. How much is the allowance? Uh, $700 a month. Um, it is taxed. So yeah. after it gets taxed, it's like 600 net. Okay. Let's start with, let's back up two steps and give you the premise. Okay. Number one, under no circumstances do you go buy a car with car payments. Correct. Okay. If you're paying cash for the car and they're going to give you $700, we can think about it. All right. Now, uh, here's the thing. What we often don't think about is 
if you bought what well, if you bought a car, how expensive a car would you buy? Or you have a car? I have a car. Yeah. Okay, so you could I just take seven hundred dollars. I can. Good. I mean, it's good. It's it's old. It's an old car. Um, okay. But, have you yeah. got any money to buy a better car? Um, I've got about five grand outside of my emergency fund. Okay, so you could move up five grand in car, but we're not doing car payments. You got that, Justin? Right. Correct. Because if you lose the job, you still got the car payments, and you don't have the dadgum seven hundred dollars anymore. Yeah, and that's so people all the time take a car allowance and use that as an excuse to get a car payment. Mm -hmm. That's dumb, but that's horrible thinking. All right, so we're not doing that. But now, once we get past that, then what we're doing is we're doing just a math analysis on the ownership of a vehicle. If you were putting sixty thousand miles on the thing or something, I would just tell you take their car, company car. Because yeah. you cannot, yeah. you cannot operate a vehicle and put sixty thousand miles on it with the depreciation that's going to occur and the maintenance that's going to occur with that kind of heavy miles uh, on, on seven hundred bucks. You can't do it. All right, so you'd right. be better off to drive their car. Now, in your case, you're not putting many miles on it, and this just sounds like they're giving you some kind of a benefit because you've been doing a good job, which is nice. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've worked up to this. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. That's a it's a compliment to you. So well done. Uh, Thank you. So what you've got to figure out is, is let's say you, you your current car is worth what? $6,500. Okay. So buy a $12,000 car, you pay cash for it. All right. Now, what's going to happen to that $12,000 car and you got $700 a month to cover it? Now, if they give you the company car, does that include insurance? I'm sure it does. It includes maintenance. I'm sure it does. Uh, does it include yeah. fuel? Yes, I would get a fuel card either way. Either way. Okay, so that's a break-even yeah. on the fuel. Okay. Wow. That's nice great. offer. All right, so the question is, can we drive a $12,000 car for $700 a month in loss value? Yes, you can because you're not going to lose that much value. It's a $12,000 car. And so, yeah, as long as you keep the car cheap, uh, I'm taking the money. But if you're going to put a high miles on it, or you're going to try to do an expensive car, then you're much better off to take their car. Because you take a $50,000 car, you're going to lose $700 a month in value just by it sitting in the driveway. So, you know, that, that that's the kind of crap you're dealing with there. So you're not got a lot of loss of value, which is your primary problem, and you've got your repairs covered. I'm probably taking the money and driving a $12,000 car if I'm you. Good question, and really? congratulations. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. John and Carolyn are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? We're doing well. Welcome, welcome. Where do you live? We live in Whitehall, Wisconsin. Ah, welcome to Nashville. Long way from Wisconsin. Indeed. So uh, how, how much have you paid off? We paid off 166,029 uh, months. Wow. Way to go. Very good. And your range of income during that time? It was 83,000 to 101. Cool. What do y'all do for a living? I work in accounting at uh, Pilgrims. Mm -hmm. And I'm a stay at home mom. Very cool. Very cool. What kind of debt was your 166,000? It was our house. Yay! Hey, look at the weird people. All right. Way to go, weirdos. I love it. So proud of y'all. What's you. this house worth? Uh, we looked on Zillow the other day. It was about 232. Awesome. Nice. How old are you guys? I'm 36. 
and I'm 32, and we paid it off just the day before he turned 36. All right. Well, happy birthday, right? Huh? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Man, who would have ever thought at year two, at 36 years old, would have paid four house and 32 years old? Way to go. Well, we were trying to do it by his 40th birthday, but we uh, got a little, a little ahead bit. of ourselves. You got, you got a little, you got a little fired Man. up, did you? <clears throat> tell, tell us what happened. What got you guys started on this whole idea uh, two and a half years ago? Well, uh, I bought the house about six months before we got married. So actually, I'm in the 20% that you mentioned earlier. <laughs> uh, she let you keep the house. Yeah. I, love, I love the house. Yeah. And uh, a couple months after we got married, we were uh, we read your uh, Total Money Makeover book. Neither of us know how it got there, though. Um, it's a mystery. Indeed. Yeah, we were just looking for a book to read out loud to each other. Uh, we'd been married about eight weeks, and we were just like, hey, it'd be fun to read aloud to each other. And he's like, well, what do you want to read? And I was like, well, pick something off our bookshelf. And he's like, how about this book? And I was like, sure. And uh, and then we were talking about it later, and I was like, where did that book even come from? We're like, one of your, I don't know. One of your parents <laughs> snuck into it. your house. I think God mm. ordained it that that book was on our bookshelf for a yeah. reason. Yeah, so. we do that. We sneak in people's houses and leave them there. <laughs> yep. And then they just discover them. Yeah, Way to go, you guys. That's yeah. cool. So you start reading Total Money Makeover, and you go, what happened then in your brain? All right, well, um, we grew up in normal families uh they had like mortgages and consumer debt and we uh then had a family over from church and they were uh talking about how they were planning to pay off their house the next year and they were like well we've had our house for like 30 years and uh paid more in interest than the house is worth so we were like we don't want to be like that yeah we had, we had just finished reading the book and after they left we just looked at each other and we're like nope we don't want to do that nope Nope, nope, yeah. not us. Yeah. Wow. So you read the book, it hit home, and you started making changes. Did you make any changes to your, your everyday life in order to make this happen? And if so, like, what were those changes? Because we say all the time, you know, sometimes it's not about that same intensity, but you get intentional about it, right? Mm -hmm. So what did that look like for you? Well, we adjusted. We also, we, we did adjust our uh, contributions a little bit. We went out to eat a little bit less, mm -hmm. uh, watched what we were buying with, like, groceries and stuff like that. Uh, I also had some uh, some stock, some individual stock, Ooh. and I, I sold all that and threw it all at the house. Okay. Love that. How much of the 166 was that? Uh, about 80. Oh, wow. wow. Okay, so that jump-started big time. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So it was just a matter of let's take what we've got and reorganize it to hit our goal. Yeah. Right. What yeah. must be true. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. And then you pick 80 grand and you just knock that out in 30 months with your incomes. And the earlier, well done. The earlier the better. So. I know. Yeah. That's right. So how yeah. does it feel? Well, we haven't gotten to uh, feel the grass beneath our feet, but uh, the snow feels cold. <laughs> so cold. Snow angels in the backyard to celebrate. Yeah. Indeed. Very, very good. Very cool. Good job. Good job, guys. All right. So um, what do you tell people the key is now? Uh, accountability and budgeting. With, like sticking to your budget, like laying out, telling every dollar where you want it to go. And then my wife here was the, my biggest accountability partner. I did some budgeting before i uh got married but uh it was oh i'm gonna make the budget and then i come back to it like four months later and yeah so mm. okay so she she kind of turned she she was the one that managed the system and then you all both worked the system no not necessarily I, just I, i'm the i'm the nerd but okay i she's the one who provided accountability and actually got me to actually holding each other it. accountable like, okay you know hey we want to go out to eat but we already used up our eating out budget so we're not <laughs> so, yeah yeah, yeah. So you not. know just yeah we choose to pay off our house exactly, early instead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, instead of one more steak. Yeah, right. very good. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Congratulations, Thank you guys. You. Thank you. Way Thank to you. go. We really appreciate 
appreciate what you've done in our lives. Well, you did it. All we did is show you how. You're the heroes. And so, and you got the babies. What age are your babies? Well, you got uh, we got Terry, who's uh, 19 months, and Harrison is four months. Wow. Right. We'll put them in the picture here to do the debt-free scream. We've got the Live and Give uh, bundle for you, and that includes the Baby Steps Millionaire's book. You're on your way to that. The Total Money Makeover book. It can mysteriously appear in one of your friend's house. <laughs> and, uh, of course, Financial Peace University, a membership to that. If you hadn't done it, go ahead and do it. If not, give it away. We yeah. actually just got done uh, this past leading. Sunday. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, leading way FP, to go. Yeah, so. You're leading it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, That's you'll what be I'm great leaders. I mean, 36 and 32 with Paid For House, you can't really argue with these people. I know. I have a different theory. We don't care. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, listen to these folks. They know what they're doing. Yeah, it's yeah. very, very cool. But what these uh, young men don't realize, because they're not old enough to even grasp it, is that you've completely changed their family mm-hmm. tree. I mean, this is a godly man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. You have put yourself in a position to change everything. So very proud of you. I mean, if we just could multiply that couple right there all over America, we could change this wow. whole country. Wow. Pretty, pretty amazing. Well done, you guys. Very, very, very well done. All right, John and Caroline, Terry and Harrison from Wisconsin. 166000 paid off in 29 months, making 83 to 101. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're debt-free. Yeah. Oh, this is how it's done, boys and girls. You got to love it. You got to love it, man. You know, when I first started teaching this stuff, I was convinced that I was debt-free because I was, mm-hmm. and I was convinced I would never borrow money again because I wouldn't, mm-hmm. but I'd been through hell. We'd lost everything. We'd been through everything, and, and I didn't know if I could convince anyone else to really do this idea of we're going to pay off our house. And then I got a 36-year-old and 32-year-old in front of me, and I've got this in front of me almost every day of the week these yeah. days, uh, people in their 20s and their 30s paying off their homes. Because here's what happens. Here's the thing. If you think, just take, I don't know, $2,000 a month house payment mm-hmm. from age 32 to age 72, yeah. that's millions and millions of dollars in a mutual fund. If they just put what used to be a house payment, that's all they do. Yep. They don't do anything else. Yep. In their 60s and 70s, they're going to be multi, multi, multi-millionaires. Multi, and, and and for the people listening who sometimes go, I don't want to wait till I'm in my 60s to be, be a millionaire. They're going to be a millionaire before that. Yeah. They're going to have some millions before well, that. Because they're not going to just do a house payment. Right. But my point is the power of not having a house payment mathematically yeah. and the power of investing the equivalent. Yeah. When Sharon and I finally paid off our house years and years and years ago, we went back and said, man, we're going to take that old house payment now and we're going to just see what that put that one amount into a mutual fund. That mutual fund became a million dollars so fast. It was scary how fast it happened. Just that one fund. That was one of our millions. You know, I mean, it's just, it it's blows your mind how this math works. Yes. And, and, don't just take our, I mean, yes, take our word for it, but man, like get on a calculator, get on an investment calculator, like start playing with those numbers and seeing it. I know for me, that's what I needed to do because yeah. you hear people talk about it and and there's still this piece of your brain that's like, is, but is it really possible? Yes, yeah. it is. Well, Albert Einstein said that, you know, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. Those mm-hmm. who understand it, earn it. Those who don't pay it. <laughs> Good word. And that's, you know, hello. 
Good word, Albert. Rich people ask how much. Poor people ask how much down, how much a month. <laughs> That's how this works. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Man, what a cool couple. Really, really cool. I'm just looking at them. Changing your life, changing your family tree. That's fun. Anyone can do it. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Ecclesiastes 1 and 9. What has been is what will be, and what has been done is what will be done, and there is nothing new under the sun. Paul Harvey said, in times like these, it helps to recall that there have always been times like these. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. Crazy's always been on the block. All right, Jill is with us. Jill is in Spokane, Washington. Hi, Jill. How are you? Well, hi, Dave. Hi, Jay. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Just had a quick question. Um, my father passed away a few months ago, and one of his brokers or financial people called me today. He had an IRA with them, and he was going over the options of either cashing it out or putting it in an inherited IRA where it has to be um, down to zero in 10 years. Correct. And wondering what you think is the best option do you have any debt no none at all none how much do you have in savings um in just in savings in the bank we have about 140 okay what do you plan to do with that um we're actually we're both retired so we're just kind of living on off of it right now okay Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about your dad. How old was he? Thank you. He actually was four days shy of ninety-six. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. How much is in the inherited IRA? It isn't on this particular one. It isn't much. I think once it's split between my siblings, it'll be about sixteen thousand. Okay. Well, as he said, you have to pull it out sixteen hundred a year, and be taxed on it as you pull it out. Or you just pull it out now and you're taxed on it. Um, right. What I would do has nothing to do with the math. It has to do with you guys are financially in great shape, and 16000 is not making any movement whatsoever in your life one way or the other. And right. so what I'm going to do is just to limit the hassle. I don't want to mess with it for 10 years. I'm just going to cash it out. Okay. Pay the taxes. Just but that has nothing to do with the math. That's just I don't want to mess with it. Right. Just be done with it. You know, if if it was a million six, you know, I might fool with it because the taxes are going to be substantial. But the taxes on sixteen thousand is going to be three or four thousand bucks, and we're done. We don't think about it again. You know. And so Mm -hmm. you take the money and go do add it to your savings. Go do with whatever you want to do with it. Do something in his memory, or you know, something that he would have thought was fun. Go do that. I don't care. Whatever it is you want to do, but. I'm just doing that on a, I try to do things just to keep things really simple these days. I have enough complexity to my life without adding little nitsy things. You know what I'm saying? No, I appreciate that. Yes. So that's yes, that probably great. the direction I'm going, but, um, um, but if, if I'm you, but there's no math behind that direction. It's simply the, uh, the minimalist, my friends, the minimalist, the way of living. I just don't want to deal with junk. You know, I don't want to deal with stuff. Mm. So, um, not not like I really live a minimalist life. I don't, but uh, I do have more shirts than black shirts. That's all sure. they wear is black shirts. But they, uh, 
They're, they're friends of ours, and they do a great job. We love their stuff. But the, the, the point being that simplify, 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 you know, when you can, when in doubt. Now, again, if you were broke and you needed the money That's or you didn't have any investments going, we might try to drag it out, turn it into, you know, some kind of get a little bit complicated with it. it might mm-hmm. be worth it. But in her world, it's not much money. I agree with that. Yeah. I would do the same thing. Good stuff. Now, here's what the new SECURE Act says. Used to be that if you inherited an IRA, some of you got one three years ago or something, okay? You had different rules. But if someone passed away in 2020 or later, then what you're going to have is uh, January. Uh, if you inherited an IRA on or before January 1st, 2020, the new law does not apply to you. But after that, the new law says you inherit an IRA, whatever it is, it all has to come out in 10 years. So 10% a year for 10 years. It has to be emptied mm-hmm. in 10 years because the government wants their money. And there's taxes due on that when it comes out. Mm-hmm. So there, it's like the required minimum distribution that's there. It requires you to pull it out beginning now at 73. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a formula that requires you to cash out traditional IRAs, not Roth IRAs, but traditionals. And this is that traditional is the only thing we're talking about here because Roth, there's no taxes on it anyway. You just take it out. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. But we're trying. Are we forced to take it out and pay the taxes now? Well, today, if it's if it's someone that passes after January first of twenty twenty, Secure Act says. And this is the original Secure Act, not two point But the, still, it still says ten years. You got ten years to do it. Hmm. Andrew is with us in Santa Barbara. Hi, Andrew. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. What's up? Hey, sir. Um, I just wanted to, you know, I want to be weird like you guys talk about. Um, I heard that I hear the debt-free screens all the time. Um, you know, we want to get to that point, my wife and I. Um, fortunately, we don't own a house right now. Um, so that's something later down the road that we'll get to. Um, but we just started SPU a couple weeks ago. Uh, we got step one knocked out. We're in step two right now. Way to go. Um, and uh, speaking of baby steps, you know, we have a baby on the way. Um, our, our first we're expecting. Congrats. Um, Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, and so we're just, you know, while we're paying that debt off, we want to make sure that we're also trying to, you know, start saving up for kids, for the kiddo, because um, kids are expensive. You know, I, I have a, a five-year-old from my first marriage, so I realize how expensive kids are. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't know if you guys had any advice on while we're working on baby step two, you know, how can how can we kind of start stuffing away bits and pieces here and there to, to get the kiddo started off right? Yeah. How much debt are you working to pay off? Uh, total combined. Um, I mean, we really don't have a lot, honestly. So we have the car is our biggest one. We, mm-hmm. we owe about 23 on that. Um, mm-hmm. and then about, uh, 1200 bucks on a credit card. Um, so, you know, we've got maybe 24 total in debt that we got to pay off. What's your income? Um, we get about 2,800 every two weeks. I- I'm on, um, salary she's on time card so it kind of varies a little bit with her time uh, about 5600 a month is what we average okay you know uh a lot of times we would say to pause the baby steps or pause the debt snowball while you're waiting for a baby to arrive you know we want to make sure that there's so many variables with babies arriving in this world so we want to make sure that you've got the money yeah. to cover it i mean obviously you're going to be paying your deductible out of pocket that sort of thing and um you know stack up all that money, all the money well, the that you would have. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off Yeah. So the good thing, um, the, the, uh, birth itself, I'm in the military. So healthcare, um, 
will cover the, the entire birth. Wow, great. So that we don't have to worry about paying for anything for the birth. We just wanted to, you know, start still, you know, stuffing away things for, I mean, because kids grow out of diapers. What's, you know, what's, you, know you don't need money for that. You need a budget for that. What's mm-hmm. your due date? Yeah. Uh, August 12th right now. Congratulations. This is mm-hmm. a wonderful time for y'all. Thank, thank you. For your, thank you for your service. So I'm still going to do yes, what sir. Jade suggested, Andrew. There's no downside to it. Here's what mm-hmm. I want you to do. I want you to keep working your budget with the same intensity that you were going to work it for paying off debt. The only difference is pay minimum payments on everything and pile up as big a pile of cash as you can pile up. How much do you think you can pile up between now and August 12th? 10,000 bucks. Oh, I, w- I would say at least yeah if we're if we're going to keep on track of yeah, let's, call, let's, call, let's call it fi- let's call it 15,000 okay so 15,000 okay. is piled up and baby comes military pays all the medical expenses there's no problems baby comes home mama comes home no problems take 15,000 put it on pay off your uh, stupid little card and uh, then put the rest of it on the car mm-hmm. and then we'll finish up the car by Christmas Okay. You're going to be out of debt at a, almost within a minute or two uh, the same speed as if you just pay down the debt. Mm-hmm. But what this gives you is $15,000 worth of breathing room with a brand new baby coming. It just in case something weird is going on. Right. And the okay. key is don't yeah. don't cool out your intensity just because you're not making those payment those extra payments every month, right? Keep yeah. keep going hard at it. I push pause and pile up cash. Use the cash to catch back up right to right to where you would have been. But that gives you this breathing room because in case something happens, it's too important an event to, to have to not have margin right now. That's what we would do. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. What's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.